Good morning, afternoon, or evening, wherever you are in the world. Welcome to DBN News for 6-1-2020. We got Valorant News, Pokemon Sword and Shield expansions. Sega's teasing something. We got the WWE and LEGO Adventures. Let's get it on. First is from GameSpot and written by Stephen T. Wright. Valorant release time. Here's when it launches. After a lengthy closed beta rights, popular online shooter Valorant will be widely available for the first time on June 2nd. However, the actual scheduled release time of the game depends on your region. In the Americas, the game will become available at 8 a.m. Eastern, 5 a.m. Pacific on June 2nd. There was more to it, but I took it out, but I didn't realize it said that. But basically, if you're in America, the U.S., the U.S. of A., 8 a.m. Eastern, 5 a.m. Pacific. Uh, according to the tweet announcing the time, the game will be available 7 hours earlier in Europe and 13 hours earlier in Asia. Over the past week, or 2 Right has issued some further announcements for the game, revealing that it will sponsor tournaments through Twitch Rivals as part of Valorant's launch. This is awesome. I've had a chance to play a lot of Valorant. I really enjoy it. I'm not good at it, but I enjoy it. And it's kind of a no-brainer that they would do Twitch Rivals as a tournament branch, as a tournament way. They'll probably be doing their own separate tournaments as well, but this is definitely a game that could get a lot of pro-level quality play. Second is from IGN and written by Joe Scrabbles. Pokemon Sword and Shield Expansion Pass news coming tomorrow. We'll get more details on Pokemon Sword and Shield's Expansion Pass tomorrow, June 2nd at 6 a.m. Pacific, 9 a.m. Eastern. Revealed in a tweet by the Japanese Pokemon Twitter account, no details were given of what could be revealed. However, with the first expansion for the latest Pokemon games, the Isle of Armor due to arrive by the end of June, it seems likely we'd get a release date. We'll probably get a release date. Probably get a, a look at some new Pokemon they're going to put into it. Uh, I, I don't know what else they could really tease with this. Maybe show off the first gen starter Pokemon, maybe second gen as well. But I mean, it's cool. We're going to get more details on it. I've been playing Pokemon Sword and Shield. It's awesome. I love it. Got to catch them all, right? All right, let's get it. Third is from GameSpot and written by Steve Watts. Big Sega News tease for this week in Famitsu. The summer months are usually home to big video game announcements, and even without the presence of E3 this year, we're still expecting plenty of them. Sega appears to be preparing something big that will debut in the Japanese magazine Famitsu, according to one of its writers. Gamatsu reports that Japanese technology journalist Zenji Nishikawa teased a huge scoop coming to the weekly magazine. He compared it to the scale of the PlayStation 5 exclusive that hit Wired last year and later confirmed that it involves Sega. The announcement is said to be coming on June 4th, just after the 60th anniversary of the company. <clears throat> Other Japanese industry watchers have since chimed in with some more details, mostly on what the announcement isn't. Analyst Daniel Ahmad cited a Chinese source who shot down rumors of the announcement involves Sega working with Microsoft to rebrand and launch Xbox Series X in Japan. The consultant Sirkin Toto added that the tease never mentioned Microsoft and pointed out that the journalist isn't known for being a fabulist. Not really sure what to make of this. What we do know, Sega has an announcement. I don't know why they would do it June 4th, the same day <clears throat> as Sony's announcement. <laughs> it seems weird, out of place a little bit. But uh, maybe Sega's going to finally announce the Dreamcast Mini or the Dreamcast, Dreamcast Classic with all the classic games we all know and love. I don't know. Hopefully that's it. This might be a total theme of poop, though. Fourth is from IGN and written by Dell Anchors. 
WWE Network free version launched. WWE has unveiled a free version of WWE Network with more than 15,000 action-packed WWE titles available at launch. The company's award-winning digital streaming service has debuted a no-cost version of its content library, which includes new shows, original series, and flagship programs, together with historical WWE pay-per-view events and highlights. The launch of WWE Network's free version is a key component of our company's digitization, gotta love that word, strategy, and a new way for all fans to be able to experience premium WWE content, Jayer Donlin, WWE Executive Vice President of Advanced Media said in a statement. As we continue to reimagine WWE Network's offering, the free version will serve as an effective way to reach a broader group of consumers and allow them to experience the history and spectacle of WWE. The free version of WWE Network is not ad-supported at launch. The robust library boasts new shows such as Raw Talk, which will stream on Monday night each week, alongside other originals like Monday Night War, Ride Along, and Table for Three. In addition, WWE flagships Monday Night Raw, Friday Night SmackDown, and Next will be available together with a selection of highlight shows, including Top 10 and the Best of WWE. If you're a WWE fan right now, get this ASAP. There's, it's not ad supported right now. There's no ads on this. So you can watch this to your heart's content until they put actual ads on it. So this is the exact right time to jump on this. And I, first and foremost, I can't wait to see what the Young and the Wrestlers say about this. Two of my favorite Aussies, Ryan and Jem. Look forward to hearing your opinions. Fifth is from gamesindustry.biz and written by Matthew Hanneran. Lego Ventures, Fortnite is the first credible metaverse. I know this is kind of a weird story for DBN, but I actually thought it was really interesting, so we're doing it. Epic Games Fortnite is the first credible metaverse to emerge from the games industry, according to Lego Ventures' Robert Lowe. And the investment arm of the vulnerable, venerable brand is keen to fund the best attempts that follow in its wake. This is what I love about gamesindustry.biz is use all these big words. Speaking to the game, speaking at the GamesIndustry.biz Investment Summit online last week, Lowe pointed to the creation of a metaverse as one of the key areas of interest for LEGO Ventures. According to Lowe, the metaverse concept is something that everyone in the games industry is talking about these days. Whatever the hell that is going to become, the best indication of what it might look like is Epic Games Global Hit, he said, which recently hosted a hugely popular concert by the musician Travis Scott. They also did one with Marshmallow and... They've done some other stuff. I think what Stevie Aoki or whatever. We see Fortnite taking a pretty good stab at making the first credible metaverse where people can play and watch and share and socialize together. Lowe said in his talk, the full video of which can be found, I believe, at gamesindustry.biz, uh, their actual website. There will be others. And this idea of a hybrid social platform gaming platform, hybrid social platform Gaming platform, creative platform is something that we're extremely interested in being involved with through investment, through partnership. Lowe, who is head of value creation and marketing at Lego Ventures, gave the metaverse as one of several areas of interest. Others were creative sandboxes in the vein of Minecraft, MMOs, adventure puzzle games with strong learning components, and narrative games with social messages like the Fulbright Company's Gone Home. Lego Ventures has already invested in Clang, the Berlin-based developer of Seed, an MMO that attempts to simulate intricate social and economic systems. Lowe used the phrase nutritious play to describe the kind of experiences Lego Ventures wants to back, citing gaming and education as the two pillars where we invest the most. However, the one thing Lego Ventures definitely isn't focused on is ideas involving the Lego brand itself. The VC arm of the business was set up to fund companies that embody the same values, not those that use its IP. 
We are investigating ideas around creativity and play, but not once focused on the brick, Lowe said. We feel that potentially working with and investing in companies outside of Lego could be the best way of finding future digital systems in play, rather than building inside out, which we've tried to do in the past and not succeeded. I, it's, it's a super interesting article, giving Fortnite the credit that they obviously deserve since they've merged that. I mean, I've said it before, but they were able to find the pop culture bubble in there. They were able to pop that and kind of like, rework that tool and make it something bigger, something better, something broader. And that is the news for today. Thank you for listening and let us know what you think about any of the stories we talked about by sending us a message on Anchor, the podcast app we use to record the show. Find us on all social medias at Dad's Beards Nerds. Then if you'd like to be part of our ever-growing Discord community, find that link in our Twitter bio or the show notes for every show that we release and produce. Until next time, I'm Anthony. I look forward to making more content for you.